Welcome to the What If Podcast with your hosts, Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperood. Welcome to the party. What if you disappeared again? <laughs> it would fucking suck if you disappeared. Don't do it. It would be Don't scary. Man, okay, so last week we talked about it's the Trumpy family. Heck, heck. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> my guy, not missing a beat today. Um, that was not a... Uh, we didn't clarify. Maybe we didn't need to, but they, that was not a David Politis. Well, it should be. I mean... Get your shit together, Dave. Well, if he would just answer our fucking emails, Dave. The Yowie took him. The Yowie. And he brought him back. Yahweh? Like God? No, like Yowie. Like, like, like Australian, Australian skunk ape, Yowie. Oh. Uh, they don't have... Uh, <laughs> they don't have swamps in Australia. I don't... I, I feel like that's probably it's, not true. It's dry there. Yeah, but also it's <laughs> wet. Is it? Because the ocean? I don't know how science works. We like to surf. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we like to surf. Nailed it. Do you guys, did I nail it? This episode's canceled. I'm going to take a picture of Spencer's face next time I drop an Australian accent so you guys can see the level of like <laughs> post deep on, disappointment. Post it on our Insta story. <laughs> Yo, we got to get lens for Patreon. Have you hear yeah, about this? I, oh, no. Patreon.com slash what it podcast. Uh, if you guys I, didn't I know, know we, we do, we do another episode of this show every week that if you are listening to this episode, you're not hearing. If you're not a supporter, patreon.com slash what if podcast It's only five bucks a month. And you hell get, yes. Hell yes. You get four additional episodes every month, which is when I say that out loud is crazy that we do that many episodes of this show. Nobody cares. <laughs> But they put out a new product called Lens where you can have like Instagram style stories, but it only goes to your Patreon account. So I feel like we should oh. just film each other through Lens doing fucking reality. I think at this point there are more here. people that support us on Patreon than follow us on Instagram anyway. Uh, that's true. The Instagram <laughs> following is not super hot. Yeah. Um, well, we don't really post much. So that's, you, you that's get true. what you give. We're, we're not a very like visual. I mean, it's a what fucking goes around, podcast. Comes around. It's an audible format. You it's know, a circle it's, of life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not of a format. What, you know, what are we talking about? Again? It's not super uh, disappearances again, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, Australian UFOs. That's right. Well, sorry, I'm I'm back in it. Well, you got you you went, you were just talking you for a pretty, while there, and I checked out. I'm you went sorry. pretty ham quickly, man. You yeah. went all the way to the, the to the UFOs. Yeah, we don't even know who's disappearing or how or why. We can't. Frederick Valentich is yet. disappearing because he got abducted. His whole yeah. air, <laughs> his whole airplane got abducted. Shots fired. Goblin thrown. <laughs> Bombs blasted. Goddamn. 20-year-old Frederick Valentich disappeared. He was only 20? Yeah. Man. Might have something to do with his plane flying abilities or lack yeah, thereof. But uh, we'll talk about that. He was flying 125 miles from uh, one side of the Bass Strait to the other side of the Bass Strait, which is the little bit. So you got you got mainland Australia. Yes. And then down in the, the southeast corner. Yes. You got Tasmania. Yes. And then there's a little bit of water that goes in between the two. That's the Bass Strait. Where is New Zealand near there? Southeast, right? Isn't New Zealand uh, southeast Australia as well? No. Uh, pretty sure maybe New Zealand is in the southeastern okay. well, region it, of it's Australia. It's further down there. It's the little it's oh, a little okay. bit that looks like it should be attached, but oh, isn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, it's uh, it's not very wide. It's only like 200 miles wide. Okay. So he was trying to cross it? He was flying across it, yep. Okay. Uh, in what in one this? of the narrower parts where, because his whole flight was only 125 miles. 
Okay. Uh, this was 1978. 1978. October 21st. Okay. And while he was flying across it, he radioed uh, to control, I guess, saying <laughs> that he saw something pretty weird pretty following his airplane. Pretty and weird. I have the whole, or an excerpt from the whole transcript. <sighs> I have the whole transcript, but it's long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Nice. But he called into a Melbourne Air Flight Service and spoke with a uh, an aircraft controller named Steve Robbie. Okay. He said, the Valentich said, is there any known traffic below 5,000 feet? No known traffic. Uh, there seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000 feet. What type of aircraft is it? I cannot confirm. It's four bright, uh, like, landing lights. The aircraft has just passed over me about a thousand feet above. Uh, is it a large aircraft? Uh, unknown due to the speed it's traveling. Is there any Air Force aircraft in the vicinity? No known aircraft in the vicinity. It's approaching right now from due east towards me. It seems that he's playing some sort of game with me, flying over me two to three times at a speed I can't identify. So he keeps describing this thing that's flying around and above and over him and at first he says it's four lights later he describes it as a long shape i don't know if that means where the lights were maybe placed or airplane shaped or like cigar shaped or i don't know what a long shape means um yes you and then he says at one point it's hovering over him then it's orbiting around his plane at one point. Uh, he said it's got a green light and it looks metallic. It's shiny on the outside. And then after a pause, he says, it just vanished. Do you know what kind of aircraft I've got? Is it a military aircraft? He asked the guy. And <laughs> the, the, the controller says, uh, can you confirm that the aircraft just vanished? <laughs> he says, is the aircraft still with you? Uh, it's now approaching from the southwest. And then he describes that his engine is idling roughly. Uh, then he holds down the microphone button for 17 seconds, but doesn't say anything. And then never replies again. So this guy calls in a UFO. Describes it for this, this whole conversation takes seven minutes. He describes it for seven minutes. Doesn't say anything for 17 seconds. In the background, you can hear like a metallic sort of clanking noise while he's holding the microphone down or holding it open. Okay. And then he disappears from the radio, but also from this plane of existence. <laughs> his, his airplane... As far, as far as we're aware. Yeah, he nor his airplane was ever found. Yep. Um, several people reported seeing UFOs in the area around the same time, like that same day. Yeah. Um, although it's not clear if those were reported before or after Vantage's story was in the press. Um, and in a couple of the news reports about it, like they all make reference to a UFO. He apparently was interested in UFOs and his dad when asked about it, said he hoped his son had been taken by a UFO rather than his plane crashing. 
His dad said, I hope a UFO took my son. I mean, I guess. Come on, if, Dad. I guess if I got to flip a coin. Come on, Dad. If I got to flip a coin, like <laughs> I'm diving, I'm diving headfirst into a fiery ball of flame in the ocean. I hope they took that little shithead. He was never doing anything on this planet anyway. Might as well try another one. Take him onto your planet. See if he can fucking pass a high school class in your world. Good. You guys pay his bills for a while. Yeah. He's a, he can lay on your fucking alien couches and fucking play video games and eat Cheetos. <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, I, 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 if I had to flip a coin, like if my son was going to fucking dive headfirst into a fiery ball of flame or... Be abducted, airplane and all. Be abducted, airplane and all. So I guess I I don't know. I I would I oh man, I, I don't want to wish anything on an unborn fucking Okay, let's say this. On your future firstborn. Let's say this. Uh fifteen years from now, I find out that Spencer has taken up Cessna flying and Spencer's airplane disappears and he's never heard oh, you from know again. No, I want to be abducted. That's not the same thing. I guess that's true. Although there were, <laughs> bro, I know you're going to be screaming that soundboard drop in your head as you get fucking lifted up into I'm the doing ship. Everything that you would possibly <laughs> yes, do to get up. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be screaming these quotes in your head as you slowly levitate into like the like the glowing white light. I have not had any clothing counters. God damn it. Pissed. Um, I, I saw though that, uh, Frederick Valen, Valentich, Valentich, what are we calling him? Valentich. Sure. Whatever you want. Okay. Valentich. Just don't say it with an Australian accent. Valentich. Hey, happy Valentine's day guys. Uh, was that last week? Uh, I guess missed. that was last week. You missed by week. a well, week. We didn't tell you last week. So happy <laughs> Valentine's day. Uh, Frederick Valentich, uh, apparently he was a bit of a believer from what we've been able to suss out. He sure was. Uh, and uh, his father actually even uh, said that he was uh, his son Frederick was maybe a little bit uh, a little bit concerned about the possibility of an alien attack. I mean, who isn't? Well, you know, you know a lot <laughs> some of people, more than others, but a lot who of people. Isn't? Um, so, so I would say that you know, Guido's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think his name was Guido. It's G U I D O. Tell me how you want to pronounce that. What? I think you're making things up. Uh, I'm. I read. I read words on the internet. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm. But I'm looking at a listed father name here. I'm seeing G U I O from the original newspaper report. Okay. From Associated Press, Melbourne. Well, I will acknowledge Guido. that. I will. I will acknowledge that what I had previously said is potentially looked at as not a very nice thing to say. But what? That's what it says. I'm I saying like had, I think you have this dude's name wrong though is what I'm saying. Okay, well, I'm just saying I'm reading it somewhere on the internet that says it's got a D in it. Don't you look at me like that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Um but but I guess like that what I'm trying to say is that this dad's reflection on his son's disappearance and being like, I should I hope he got abducted is not super <laughs> far away from how I would feel about you. Cause if he knows his son is an ardent believer in UFOs and a little bit like concerned about the concept. Yeah, fuck that guy. I hope he got abducted. Yeah, fuck that guy. I hope he got abducted. He had it coming. That's what I'm he saying. He was doing though. everything like, he could do to get abducted. Bro, if you're in a Cessna driving up to or driving, driving, driving that my Cessna airplane. straight down 35. Uh, if if you fly your Cessna to Duluth and you never land, 
I'll be like, I fucking hope he got abducted. He made it home. That that will be my hope. Legit, yeah, that will be my hope. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I found the the uh, the number of UFO reports that were reported to the Australian Air Force, and it was eleven. Which is kind of a lot. Eleven that were actually reported to the Air Force. Whoa. Hmm. I saw. Um. I saw something in in uh in my notes about um. Apparently, a plumber named Roy Manifold was taking photos near Cape Otway Lighthouse on that evening. Okay. And potentially caught an extremely fast-moving object exiting the water. Ooh. Around the same uh, evening and time and similar location to when Frederick Valentich... So the dolphins took him. Disappeared. Dolphins got them. The smart dolphins with the lights with, with on the, their heads. With the, the USOs. No, not flying dolphins. They have ships. Come on. The dolphins have ships? Yeah. With lights they on their ships? They built a USO, yeah. It's cooler. It's dark down at the bottom of the ocean all the time. It's you need co- lights. That it's, actually makes sense. I don't know why UFOs would have lights, but I get why USOs would. It's uh, it's cooler if um, it's cooler if we just envision a world in which dolphins flap their little fucking dumb fins as fast as possible, and then they just like they can fly, they can fly and over. abduct people. Yeah, yeah, or at least just freak out Frederick. That's fair. Just um, uh, another update from this this newspaper: uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers lost twenty four to seventeen to the Houston Oilers as rookie Earl Campbell scored three touchdowns. Why is that relevant? It's right above this story in this newspaper from 1978. Oh, that I, that's that funny. I'm reading about the UFO enthusiast missing. What? Wow. That's amazing. That uh, that's amazing that a real newspaper article. Uh, Rookie would... Earl Campbell. <laughs> Ricky Earl Campbell. Um, why are they? Uh, why are they reporting on U.S. football? I think this is the weird shit page of uh, <laughs> nice. the Blade, the Australian newspaper. Uh, it's where they put American football scores and UFO reports, I guess. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> I yeah, guess that's one. You know. These fuck, little... these fucking Americans. We probably oh, report, shit, there's probably it, some man. newspaper that reports like Australian rules football scores or something. People yeah. watch the like Premier League and shit over here. Well, that's not. Australian football. But. Saying, no, it's another country's <laughs> sports, though. Yes. Uh, yeah. True, 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 true. Anyway, the alien dolphins got him. The alien dolphins got him. Um, it does seem really weird to me that he's flying across a 125-mile body of water. We're, we're talking... And you never found the airplane? Yes. How is How does that work? We're talking in, uh, I mean, like how long does that take you to actually fly that flight? 125 Not miles in a Cessna? An hour? Less, maybe? I don't know. How, yeah. It can't be long. I mean, yeah, probably an hour. So like you're not you're not covering like a massive area. No, the, that's what I'm saying. Like you, it, you're covering a, at most a 125 mile area and you know how far into the flight he was approximately. Right, right. It should be an even smaller area. They uh they set a search after he was not heard from when uh when he departed on uh the 21st of October. Uh and for 5 days they searched an area over a thousand square miles. Yeah, that doesn't seem possible that you wouldn't find something. 
I mean, it's a Cessna, so you're talking about like a pretty small plane, but still. Wouldn't you see if they got out, they got out there right away because they knew that he went missing right away? Sure. You wouldn't see like oil or gas on top of the water, or you wouldn't see you wouldn't see anything? Yeah. No, I um I completely agree with you. I would you. think you could narrow it down to a much smaller range than a thousand square miles, even. Yes. That's the that would be the most likely area he would have gone down in. Right. Right. Because the the prevailing hypothesis is that obviously he was not a very experienced pilot. Yes. He only had like a hundred hours or something of, of flight time. Yes. And he was very into UFOs. Yes. And one of the hypotheses is that he was actually flying upside down and seeing reflections of both his own lights and celestial lights off the surface of the water, not realizing that it was, in fact, below rather than above. Now, Spencer, I'd like to tell you why I think that's a bunch of fucking dog shit. Okay. Go ahead. No, No, you're about to say something. I was going to say I mostly agree with you, but I'm interested to hear why you think that. Because um, you can usually tell when you're upside down, because I can. Fucking <laughs> hell, fucking yeah, that was going to be my initial fucking sentence. I'm usually pretty sure if I'm upside down or not. Um, I fly in commercial airplanes, <laughs> I would say semi-regularly. Um, you ever been upside down? More than a handful of times a year. Oh, uh, no, I've never been upside down. You know why? Maybe, maybe you just didn't know. Because when I maybe you're always flying upside down and you just don't realize it. Bam. When I tip <laughs> when I tip anywhere outside of like a 20 degree range. Oh, yeah, you, you, you hate flying, don't you? I fucking shit my pants. <laughs> so so the fact that I could somehow not only not only fully flip my airplane upside down, but not understand what fucking gravity feels like anymore. I'm hanging in my airplane harness. I like, I like the, the person who, who came to the conclusion that like, well, he hadn't flown very much, so maybe he was just flying it upside down. Maybe gravity was a foreign fucking concept to him. Like if, like if I get in a car that I haven't driven before, I just immediately flip it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then while I'm, I'm a, while I'm flipped upside down in my car, I'm like, boy, there's probably aliens up there. Like, what the fuck? You're teaching a kid how to ride a bike for the first time, and they just they they just lie down and put yeah, the bike on top of on themselves. On top of them, and they're like, ah, oh, this this is right. This feels here we right. go. Yeah, dude. The the thing that's no, weird I, about this to me is that the Department of Transport, like fucking Australia's DOT, determined. That their their final speculation was that he became disoriented and saw his own reflights reflected in water. His own or, what? His own lights. Oh, the lights from his airplane or lights from a nearby island while flying upside down. And I don't understand. Is that a thing? I mean, I are we I, missing something here? Airplanes can fly upside down. I know no, that's I, a thing. Right, but that you wouldn't that that wouldn't be immediately apparent if you were. I. Are we somehow missing something? I mean, I can understand how, like, if it's pitch black, like 180 degrees might be a little bit hard to find. But to be fully... Hey, hey Siri. <laughs> don't ask the robot. Am I upside not, down? Does, <laughs> I couldn't say. Did she say I couldn't say? Yeah. Siri doesn't know. <laughs> her her dumbass gyroscope doesn't know where she is. How do you fly a plane upside down? Okay. I found this on the web. No, you, how do you yeah, fly of course you found some on the web. Aerodynamics. How can airplanes fly upside down? Can airliners really fly upside down? CNN travel. Wow, I, slow day on CNN. I, I know that they can. It's it's not about whether or not it's possible to fly an airplane upside down. That I think that happens Denzel all the it. time. 
Denzel did it? Yeah, in that one movie where he was drunk, but he flew the airplane upside down and saved a bunch of people. You know, it's funny. I only know that because of like the trailer. I never actually saw that movie. Yeah. And then he does a bunch of coke before he shows up in court because he was too drunk. Gotta wake up somehow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Um, I, I don't know how physically your body cannot register the concept of being upside down. No, I, I agree. Uh, Unless I, maybe, I'm just wondering if like there's some weird G-force thing I'm not thinking of or don't wouldn't know of. But I, I agree with you that, that on, the, on the surface, that seems like a, a laughably dumb explanation. Yeah, I just don't. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't understand how that works. And, and for that to be the official speculation from Australia's Department of Transport seems fucking weird as balls to me. Like, yeah, and why then, would you not go, uh, I don't know, man, he saw some fucking stars or maybe there was a plane up there we didn't know about and he fucking crashed into the ocean because he was, he'd been flying for like three years and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Right. Like that, that seems so much more logical to me. Getting disoriented, seeing lights that you don't recognize or reflections of lights that seems plausible to me yeah. i don't really understand like you wouldn't even have to include the flying upside down bit right and because you did now i trust the rest of it less right also well i think one of the other reasons for that is that if you were in that plane you would have issues with fuel getting to the engines. And so that might be why part of why people hypothesize that because flying upside down would cause the engines to stall pretty quickly. Well, and and from everything I read, they said that that's part of the reason they think that he reported during his 7-minute stretch that the, the engines the were weird doing weird things. Yeah. Like he was attributing that to something that was maybe not what he was attributing it to but at no point in that in that seven minute conversation he doesn't ask the the flight controller hey should i just quick question should i be upside down or not upside down yeah is hey. one of those better than the other i, I just kind of figured they were the same since hey. you know it's got it's symmetrical and stuff my goggles fell right off my head what's going on <laughs> it just seemed more fun this way uh, yeah. uh, is, is it bad I, to to be upside down for an hour that's weird am i gonna die it, are we out are we severely out I here? I just thought the plane looked cooler this way. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've only been doing this for a year. I'm doing tricks. I've been looking at the sky for a long time. I wanted to look at the ocean. It just, you know, yeah. just want to switch it up. It was nighttime. You couldn't even fucking see it, uh, which I get, you know. Freddy. I, I don't know. I, I This one to me is one of those where it's like, so the only thing that I ever saw about an investigation and like what came of it? Psychop. Psychop. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, they they invest investigated quote unquote it. What's psychop? It's the uh, something. Tell me more. Mm, in something skeptical inquiry center for skeptical inquiry or something like that. Tight 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 tight. Uh, yeah, they look at weird shit skeptically, which usually just means like. It's not an alien. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's not an alien. <laughs> but they, they did it. I'll link to it. But they, they did a pretty thorough look at this story. What was their conclusion? Uh, basically, the he saw lights and crashed his shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. I. It, it's, a, it's along the lines of the 
flying upside down bit. Okay. The 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 thing that I agree with that you said is the whole concept of like, you know, the one thing I saw was that. F- oh, actually, I take it back. <laughs> they conclude that he got he got startled by the the UFO that was flying around him and crashed. Oh, well, <laughs> I read that wrong. <laughs> that would be disorienting in its own right. Uh, they took like ten pages to say that the UFO startled him and he <laughs> drove his shit into the ground. I mean. That'll do it. I, um, that would do it. Yeah, that would do Except it. Except he wanted to. He wanted to go with the UFOs. He should have flown towards them. That's true. Well, maybe he did. They didn't know Fred like that. Maybe <laughs> they didn't know about his life. No, they didn't know. His you know ways. about that Fred life. Um the 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 one thing that I saw was that five years after he he disappeared, uh, there's a location called Flinders Island, which is in sort of. Uh, like southwest of that strait, the the Bass Strait, mm-hmm. and that a it, be, it might be Bass Strait. Bass Strait. I assumed it's Bass because it's water related. Bass Bass or Bass. Um, that an engine cowl flap was found washed ashore on Flinders Island. A what? Uh, an engine cowl flap. Oh, I'm assuming that's part of a plane. It's part of the engine controls. <laughs> I don't fully understand the thing that the was extent. formerly attached to an airplane. Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, that's all I really need to know. Um, I don't care what it does. It's part of an airplane that ended up in the ocean. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? It. Yes. Okay. It's the propeller-driven internal combustion engine. Uh, like you said, like three words. I don't really understand. Yeah. Either. You know, we don't really get into science the, here, but the plane fell off. It the was. Plane. It, it was. A, it was a piece <laughs> of the plane. Okay. Yeah. We'll say piece <laughs> of the plane. Yeah. Uh, wash up on shore on Flinders Island, and uh, you're saying Flanders or Fl- Flinders? F L I N D E R S. Okay, stupid, sexy Flinders. Heidi Hi- ho, Heidi ho, airplane. Um, they they say that uh, the the engine part could have been identified as having come from a Cessna 182 aircraft. That could have been identified could as, have, or was between, identified between as. a certain range of serial numbers, which could have included. Valentich's aircraft. What a stupid way to phrase that. What does that mean? I mean, I guess they're saying like they don't have direct proof that it was a piece of his airplane, but that then, five years later in that location, it's something that like could have been a piece of his airplane. I would have to know how many it's airplanes. Not convincing at all. Well, no, no. I'd have to know how many Cessnas crash into the Bass Strait on any given. But they're not even saying it's from year. a Cessna, are they? They say no, yeah. it could be. Uh, uh, sorry. The well, let me read the direct quote. The Royal Australian Navy Research Laboratory noted that the part has been identified as having come from a Cessna 182 oh, aircraft okay. between a certain range of serial numbers, which included Valentich's aircraft. Oh, okay. The weird phrasing was you're doing. Yeah, no, I Got was, it. I was. Got it. I was. Uh, that makes more sense. Colloquially explaining. Oh, okay. Um, so, so he did get scared by the UFO and. Well. Drove down to the bottom of the ocean. I mean, you're talking about five years later in a place that is close, but not like right there. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, whether or not he crashed. Obviously, he crashed his plane, right? I mean, I think that that to me, that makes the most sense. Yes. The fact that they didn't find anything immediately and found something five years later seems a little strange. Like, because especially, you know, why, why do things wash up five years later? That's one thing I've never gotten about plane shit. Like, because the ocean's big. Planes are made of metal, like metal sinks. If a plane crashes into the ocean, how does most... Planes fly. It can't be that heavy. No, but at the end of the day, it's still metal. It's not buoyant. Is it? 
Are all mean? parts of a Cessna metal? Not all parts of it, but I think yeah. a part of an engine would be... I mean, I don't think there's a lot of like buoyant or air-filled plastic in the group. Mm. I mean, seat cushions? Like, why are you not finding a seat cushion? A seat cushion seems to me like it would float more than an engine like control Maybe piece. Maybe it got, it got stuck to a turtle. He swam around with it for five years. But do you know what I mean, though, really? like A I, hermit like, crab had been living in it. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of things that could and would and should wash ashore from a small plane crash. Uh, yeah, I guess, not like I guess a, it seems a piece equally, of metal from if not engine. more likely, that that stuff would just sink and or float around out where no one is forever. Right. And then all of it, especially the metal parts, would sink to the very bottom. Probably. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Metal sinks. Drop drop a drop a BB in your water glass. And then That's drink it. that shit. Just kidding. Don't do that. What else floats? We're legally Very required. Small rocks. We are legally required to tell you to not did his, did his plane weigh more this or is less a joke than a duck. podcast. It's a parody. Burn it. Burn the plane. <laughs> well. It's a, it's a witch. Burn it. <laughs> um I don't know, man. The a couple people said uh that he like this was his way of going out telling the world that UFOs are real, which I feel like is... That's dumb. Well, hardcore UFO lover flies a plane at night. Maybe he didn't crash then. Maybe he just flew off somewhere else. Do you, There are instances of people successfully stealing planes and never being found. Yes. Maybe he just never arrived at his destination, but he flew somewhere else. You, uh, and he, he faked his abduction because he wanted to disappear, and he wanted to, people to think that aliens were real. Do you think that? Um, do you think it's possible that quote Valentich staged his own disappearance, even taking into account a trip of between thirty and forty-five minutes to Cape Otway? The single-engine Cessna still had enough fuel to fly the eight hundred kilometers. And despite ideal conditions, at no time was the aircraft plotted on radar, casting doubts as to whether it was ever even near Cape Otway. And Melbourne police received reports of a light aircraft making a mysterious landing not far from Cape Otway at the same time as Valentich's disappearance. Yeah. Dude, this is super unrelated, but I forgot to bring it up at the beginning of the episode, so it's <laughs> happening 30 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to talk about that. That was like my fucking punchline for this shit, boy. All right, fine. Remind me to come back to the super unrelated thing. Okay, I'll tell you to come yeah, back. Yeah, no, to that super totally makes thing. sense to me. That to me was like where I was going to go with the whole thing. That this young ass dude, who is a huge UFO dude, obviously his dad hated him, so he had to get out of there. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Hope he got took. Fuck him. Yeah. Hope he never comes back. Um. That he, he got up in the, away from home. Yeah, he got up in the air, did a seven-minute, I think there's a UFO, there's aliens, aliens are real, UFOs, land somewhere he's not supposed Fuck to land dad. in another place. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Double middle fingers out the window. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then just, uh, and then just like, fucking goes and starts a new life somewhere yeah. as a, I contributed to the UFO fucking phenomenon in, in the world. I don't and know. And I live in Melbourne now. And I live in Melbourne now. I mean, like, to me, especially with those reports, that, that sounds like fucking pretty interesting in some ways that makes the most sense because I, I it just doesn't add up to me that you wouldn't find anything related to a plane crash in that small of an area when you start searching 12 hours later right and there's a five-day search and there's twelve thousand, or excuse me 
a thousand, yeah, 12,000 kilometers or whatever, a thousand miles, a thousand square miles worth of area that they searched. Yeah, that seems really unlikely to me. Right, right. I don't know. That that to me sounds like the coolest and most interesting reason for Frederick honestly, the, to disappear. In, in some ways, the most plausible. Sure. Mo- or, I mean, to me, it's more logical than, holy shit, I'm flying upside down, <laughs> and then fucking plunging into the water because you don't and, understand the concept you know, of hey, gravity. Let's, let's give Fred some more credit than that, right? Yeah. He had this cool plot rather than... He forgot how gravity works. I like I like that a lot better. Yeah. My head feels funny. Ah! <laughs> His head fell off. Real talk, true story. <laughs> um, should we should we tell your unrelated thing now or should we take a quick break and then tell your unrelated Let's thing? Let's take a break. All right. We'll we're start gonna, back with the nonsense. In okay, a we're gonna take a quick break. We've got another fucking what the fuck Australia story. And yes. Spencer has an entirely delightful unrelated thing. Uh we'll be back. It's the what I thought. Spencer, you had a very unrelated thing I was supposed oh, yeah. to remind you of, and now right. I am it's, reminding you. My microphone is sinking. It's sad. Sinking? Uh, like, yeah, like the stand is is hey, not quite. It's it's almost oh. like it's almost like your microphone remembered what gravity was. <laughs> right? It knows it's upside down right now. It, it remembered and it's trying how to get to the ground. Worked. Yeah, it's not even sentient. It's just a bunch of metal. <laughs> it wouldn't even float. Can you prove that? That it won't float. All We'd right. have a bad time if we tried to find out. <laughs> <laughs> that microphone is way I'd be, I'd be broke. Way too expensive to see if it floats or not. Uh, I saw the disaster artist on Saturday. Oh, it's at the Riverview right now. By the way, this is not helpful for anyone else because you're not going to hear this in time, and you probably don't live in Minneapolis. But this is just for Ryan. <laughs> it's at the Riverview. It's two dollars. It's great. Uh, okay. So if if any of you are not familiar, it's about Tommy Wiseau. The dude who wrote, directed, and starred in and produced The Room, the Room. in 2003 uh, for with a budget of $6 million and a gross earnings of $1,800. Sick. <laughs> Sick. And the James Franco and Seth Rogen made a movie about the making of The Room and based on how things actually went. Anyway, yeah. I got fascinated with what the fuck Tommy Wiseau's deal is. He's a real dude. And yeah, and he's who like had a, millions of dollars. He self-funded a $6 million movie. Right. That made $1,800. He lost $6 million making a movie. Right. That was awful. And no one knows where his money came from, where he came from. He never told anybody where he's from, how old he was, what he did for work, anything like that. He's just this dude who mysteriously had $6 million and dumped into one of the worst movies ever made. Yep. And so I started thinking about, like, even if you had that money, why would you do that? He's, he's trying to get famous, bro. He's trying to be a fucking Hollywood superstar. Like, do you really think that your first movie, though, is going to make $6 million back? Like, even... Bro, there's a lot of very delusional people who live in Hollywood. But how much money do you have to have to be willing to take that risk? You've got to have, like... Was it all his money? He didn't have any outside investors? Are you sure? Yes. All right. 
I don't know. So I started thinking, like, was it was it money laundering of some sort, whether his money or someone else's? Yeah. And I, I went down the the Google rabbit hole of of Tommy Wiseau theories, and at the sure very bottom, of, at the very bottom of said rabbit hole is the hypothesis that Tommy Wiseau is DB Cooper. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Which is how. Oh boy. Our conversation a moment ago reminded me of it. Good, good Lord. Which is an incredibly stupid hypothesis because A, the time frame doesn't line up at all, and B, D.B. Cooper stole $300,000, not $6 million. Well, $300,000 in 1970, whatever it was. Yeah, so by the 90s, that was $6 million? Uh, I, I mean, I guess. Invested, I guess. <laughs> but, okay, so you would invest that well to then dump it all into the world's shittiest movie? No. 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 But I love that hypothesis. That is a pretty, it's a pretty phenomenal take on a fucking super weird thing. While we're doing movie updates, yes. I also can, first of all, again, this is purely for Ryan. Can you, <laughs> can you make a section of our website for me that, it, or for both of us, but just a blog section? Yeah. And can I call it, is it trash where I just review various things? Yes. Movies, books, Why don't you just do that in between our regular episodes? Well, because the only, all the posts are just episodes. I don't want to, it needs its own, is it trash section. And I'll give things ratings. Like the disaster artist would have been an absolutely not trash. Opposite of trash rating. Okay. Great. Except Um, for the fact that the Cloverfield paradox would have been a dumpster fire wrapped in a dumpster fire. So you want like, you want like a personal Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. (laughs) But not just films. Like, I want to review books. I bought this Chipotle salsa the other day that was total trash. I want to be able to review salsa. Chipotle? Not like the restaurant, but like Chipotle flavored salsa. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was like, wait, Chipotle is bottling their salsas now? Like, whenever there's a new J. Cole record, I just, Mm. like, I need to review all kinds of things that are usually, but occasionally not trash. Okay. Well... I wonder I wonder if this should be like an ongoing series on the Patreon. Like you like you Ooh. do like uh every oh yeah. You do like a right. s- never mind. Like Carry on. film film selfie uh video being mm-hmm. like, All right, everybody, I got some shit to say today. Here's This the is thing. trash. This is trash. Cloverfield paradox. Wait. The guy's arm came off and somehow could write and it had its own brain because it was from another dimension. Trash. Whoa. That movie sucks. Wait. And I'm mad. <laughs> That movie sucks and I'm mad. Can, <laughs> That's gonna be the subtitle. That movie sucks and I'm mad. That that should be like the a big cat story. <laughs> a big cat story. That should be that should be like the 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 bottom end of the spectrum. That movie sucks and I'm mad. <laughs> Just the the last line of everyone will be like that record sucks and I'm mad. Or yeah, that sauce is great and I'm not mad. Yeah. Okay. All right. That taco was delicious. And I'm, and I'm happy. not mad. Yeah. And I'm happy. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Um, Starting we, whenever I started on Patreon. Yeah. I also, we, we could use that fucking lens thing I was talking about. I also, um, yeah, video might be more fun, I guess. Yeah. Cause we get to, we get to spout. Uh, I also, um, I also want to review or not review, but I want to watch. Have you seen this new fucking documentary on Netflix? About the doctor that supposedly, uh, <laughs> apparently, I, I, apparently, <laughs> I'm, uh, um, 
he, who apparently removes uh, foreign alien oh, yeah. implants for people. Yeah, patient 17. Did you watch it yet? With uh, Dr. Richard Gere or whatever his name is. Richard Gere? <laughs> what's, what's that guy's name? It's not. Pretty I'm alien. A, I'm going to Google. Pretty alien. <laughs> pretty hybrid. Uh, <laughs> 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 With Julia Robot. I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. That's so good. Fuck you. I'm going to Google Richard Gere alien implant and see if it gets me there. I bet it does. Um, Somebody wrote it wrong on a Reddit nope. post. First, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. First result is fan fiction. Uh, mm. Ooh. Ooh. Images. Images might get me there. List. Oh, wow. List of UFO podcasts. I don't know how you thought I wanted that, but I want that. Are Thanks, we Google. on it? I don't know. Uh, Dicks. What the fuck is that guy's name? Richard Gere. No, it's not. But I, I, I did watch that documentary. Did you watch it? Yeah, of course. Come well, on, come yeah, on, bro. I mean, I like that doesn't jump to the top of my Netflix queue. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I want. I was thinking we should maybe do an episode on it if it was worth doing an episode on. Richard Lear. I was. Uh, wow. I was really off close. by a letter. Nope, Roger Roger Lear. Uh, <laughs> off by two names. Yep, off by everything. Got both of them wrong. <laughs> off by it all. Off by the most. Um, uh, yeah, he he takes bits of metal out of people and then says it's like aliens. Crypto plutonium. Cryptochronic chromanthium. Excuse me. I don't. He takes like adamantium. Yeah, unobtainium out of people's knees. Unobtainium. At one point, he legitimately, legitimately is just running a stud finder up and down a dude's thigh. <laughs> no, he was not. Yes, he is. That's a scene in the movie. Bummer. Yeah. Also, he's dead. The guy that does it? Yeah, Richard Gere. Oh, <laughs> so, we, so we can't even interview Richard Gere? Well, they did for the movie, but then he died during the making of the movie. Oh. Yeah, he was too embarrassed by it. The outcome of the documentary. Oh, no. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Patient 17. It's, uh, I mean, it's, if you don't take it seriously, it's entertaining. You okay? You, we had another story, didn't we? Or is this what we're doing now? Did you ever? No, we'll tell it in <laughs> okay. a second. Did you ever see the... This the, is our podcast now. <laughs> did you ever see the YouTube series, Will It Blend? Uh, Yeah. They just put shit in a blender and then it was like to blend a, it? It was like a Blendtec blender ad, but it was just like goofy Bill Nye, like kind of hokey intentionally. Okay. And it was the guy who would just like shove shit in blenders and be like, Justin Bieber records, will it blend? And just fucking like hit sure. go and yeah. soft the Blendtec would like blow up. I feel like we should we should totally just like parody is it trash but it's with spencer and it's like you and a something lab coat. either goes in the trash can or not yeah, at the end of it it is like you. or on like a, a nice <laughs> pedestal <laughs> one or the other it's you in a lab coat with glasses like is it trash <laughs> and you like fucking you either dumpster dunk it or you dumpster dunk or you fucking like pedestal put it it's pretty good it's pretty good i, I think know. it should I be audio though because then they can just fall into the rss feed and, well, then, and, then if, and then if you why fuck with both? us on Patreon, you can get three episodes a week. Why not both? And one of them will be 10 minutes of me just reviewing whatever I hated that week. Is it trash? Hey, <laughs> right, Spencer, back here. I'm here to tell you something trash this week. Argyle socks. Just mad. Fuck them. <laughs> Is it trash? I like, the, I like that you could just review. Target brand t-shirts. Dude, Vince Staples reviews everything, bro. We could learn a thing yeah. or two from him. Yeah. I think I'm going to do it. Is it trash? 
what you know about ghost yachts. Is it trash Tuesdays? Uh, <laughs> there we go. Ghost boats? Uh, I know ghost, a little bit about ghost boats. Ghost yachts is tighter. No, 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 Ghost yacht. What you know about ghost yachts? Uh, I know that there's one called the Kaz 2. It is called the Kaz 2. Tried to sail all the way around Australia and disappeared. 90 nautical miles off of the northeastern coast of Australia in 2007. A yacht carrying three men. Is that a normal crew for a yacht? Uh, I don't know much about yachting. I don't either. As far as I'm able to tell, it was one of those like, could be done, not maybe like, the best way to do okay. it kind of things. Usually, I mean, even for like a sailboat, you want at least two, right? Right, right. I don't know how sailing works. I don't either. Some people do it on the lakes here in Minneapolis in the I, summertime. i tell you what, you you cover the yacht part of this, and I'll cover the ghost part. Sound fair? Uh, Yeah, although I don't know much about yachts. <laughs> I know more about the ghosts in this situation than I know, than about, I know ghosts, about the yachts. So it, it's even. No, it's not, it's not literal goats, but... Um, goats! Ghosts, goats, <laughs> goat boat, goat boats. Oh boy, not trash. We've derailed. Um, Peter and James Tunstead are brothers. Uh, they are there with their friend Derek Batten. They are all in their fifties uh, and sixties. Batten down the Derricks. Batten down the batten down the Derricks. That was his job. Shit's going down. He had to close the hatches. Yes. Um, on. April 18th, after uh, their boat had been observed by multiple different passing boats and had not reported uh, its own personal safety, a helicopter was sent to search the area that their CAS-2 yacht was sailing in. Wait. Yes. So other boats passed it? Uh, Just like out on the ocean? Two separate boats saw the boat from afar. Okay. Okay. And you're supposed to tell every boat that you go past how you're feeling. How did, why was that suspicious? Well, the, their sail was ripped. Uh Oh, yes. Which is usually a distress. Probably a bad sign. Usually a distress sign. What that happen? Uh, well, we'll get there in a sec. Giant squids. I guess they released the Kraken. Mm -hmm. Um, the, uh, so they send, they send a helicopter out to search for the crew of the cast two, including the cast two itself. Uh, cause at that point they didn't actually have a location for the They're boat. Just drifting. Uh, drifting. And, uh, at that point, um, they found it sort of actually in the vicinity of the Great Barrier Reef and maritime authorities caught up with the boat and boarded the boat to find what they could find. And what they found was circumstances in which they described as being strange. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh again. Um, John, well, define strange, please. John Hall was an employee of the Queensland's Emergency Management Office who said what they found was a bit strange in that everything was normal. There was just no sign of the crew. I mean, aside from the sails being torn part. Uh, yes. I'm but, assuming that's not normal. But quite literally, one it was only one of the sails. Okay. There were two, and so one sail was yachts torn. Yachts have sails? Uh, I don't really know how <laughs> yachts work. Bro, we're broke. We don't know how this shit goes. 
Uh, there's the stupid meme for the week. <laughs> but I I'm thought dead. sailboats had sails. There you go, I Allie. thought yachts had yachts. There you go, Allie. Um, what about a steamboat, though? <laughs> did, it, did it burn water to make <laughs> speed fast? Good, yes. You just heat up the ocean. Ocean, ocean water, get hot, go fast boat. <laughs> um, when they boarded the boat, everything on the yacht was, quote, in serviceable condition and Except was sales. laid out. Like they're kind of kind of overlooking a, a major issue here. Yeah, but just wait. Okay. And was laid out as if the crew was still on board. There was like there were just like pairs of pants standing around on the deck. There was food and flatware set out on the table. Okay. Laptop computers were set up and turned on. The engine on the boat was actually still running. So it had not been turned off or swamped with water and a storm or anything like that. Okay. Officials and also hadn't run out of fuel. Had not run out of fuel in the time it took them to find it. Do we know how long it was from when it was last seen by passerby boats um, to when it was found by emergency management folks? I don't. I also don't know how fast it was going. It could have just been idling, which would have meant it was maybe would last probably using less time. fuel. I guess. Um, not a boat expert. Yeah, again, not not boat experts or an anything mechanical expert or really experts in much. Um, got like half of one thing. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think that makes you not an expert, though. I guess that's true. I think the word for half an expert. Half an expert is a half (laughs) half expert. Not an expert. Um, The boat's emergency systems, including the radio and the GPS, were fully functional when they tested all of those things. Snow Um, dudes. There were life jackets on board. Okay. There was a small boat on the yacht that was hoisted, and the anchor for that was up. And a boat on their boat? I mean, it's a yacht, so they got a, you know, they got that. How, wait, how big did you say this yacht was? Um, I don't have a footage for it. Ten, ten meters. 30, um, a 30 foot boat. Yeah, That's I was gonna say big. I've I've got a I've got a picture of it. I mean it's it's big, it's not huge. Like I it's not like when you say yacht, yeah, I think sometimes you think of like hundred foot boats. This is like it's a big boat, but it's not like a humongous boat. So scientific here on the What If Podcast. I mean, it's big, but not like really big. I mean, it depends on your definition of what a big boat is. Right. It, was, you know it, I mean? was, it was 9.8 meters. 9.8 meters. So, yeah. So, so a 30 foot boat. Um, basically, the only thing that seemed out of order was a ripped sail and the fact that there was nobody on board. So, a, a big wave got him, right? Well, You would potentially think that. A rogue wave, if you will. You would think that a rogue wave. It's like uh, our our lighthouse keeper, guys. Yeah, shit. What episode was that? I don't know. 30-something, maybe? Um, What was that about? What was the name of the lighthouse? I can't remember now. It's the Flannan Isles bit. The Flannan Isles lighthouse. Three lighthouse keeper guys who disappeared without a trace. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what episode it was, but... Um, they admittedly, through some of the tracking stuff they figured out, they had potentially sailed near a squall that evening. But that's a that's a storm. That's a storm. Yeah, it's a, a, sea, that's a storm. sea storm. Yep. Okay. But it always sounds like an animal to me. A squall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It used um, to be like a Powerade flavor too. Squall was yeah. a Powerade flavor. Yeah. Sounds or kind like of, so, something squall, like Arctic squall. That sounds something. sort of like strange and. Semi-violent, I guess. 
Green, um, green Squall. Yeah, bro. Green Squall Power. Green Squall. Yeah. Boy, that sounds like that'll give you a disease. It probably did. It probably did. Um, You can buy it still at Kmart. Green Squall? Nope. That's a webpage from 2010. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. I really got nothing to offer here. Sweet just, Jesus. Just kind of saying stuff. Um, you would think that it, like that would be a logical response, right? Like a big wave would have got them. But the from the timing of what they have from Final Records, which includes some video that they took on board, which they recovered. Um, as they, what they took the, video. The three guys had taken video of themselves on board. Okay, and this was on one of their computers or something, or on the uh, camera that was left. Behind? A phone or camera. They uh. they don't say specifically, but when they when they searched the boat, they they turned up video. Um, they found that based on when the squall had occurred, there was video taken after the squall had occurred based on the location of the boat with what they could see behind what was being filmed with where the boat would have been at the time. Okay. So they're like, all right, so the squall didn't get them. They must have circumvented the squall because the video footage shows them like fishing, like legitimately as there's a so guy like fine fishing. after that. Right. So, so there and was, obviously they were on the boat, which is the main concern. Right. So that's all sort of um double squall. They they don't there's no report of another squall. But isn't the whole point of rogue waves that they kind of come out of nowhere and they're not predictable? Uh hasn't that been documented? A straight up rogue wave is different than a squall, but I know, yes, but I'm I'm saying isn't that a possibility? That is that a possibility. Be... But here's the thing. There nothing on the ship looked like it got hit by a massive wave. Mm. It wasn't tipped over. There was laundry still hanging. There was newspapers like on desks. What the hell happened to the sails then? Or the sail? They don't know. There's a possibility that, I guess the way that they explained it in, I looked up a couple articles about this. Depending on like, you can fuck up a sail if it like is not extended properly and spins wrong at the wrong time. Just like I spun my mic into my own your microphone. face. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, could I guess could be a lot of things. Okay. I don't really know. Pirates. Pirates. Um, but is that, is, are there pirates over there in Australia? Yeah, yeah. There could be, but they don't say. And then they left valuables on there. That would uh, make sense, right? Tons of valuables, laptops. Like literally, like if you if they got hit by a wave, why would there be a laptop? On I'm assuming running. it wasn't sitting out on the deck. It was probably below, right? No, but but if it's a wave that's big enough to crush the boat and knock everyone off of the boat, wouldn't have to crush the boat to knock them out. If you're standing up on the deck and a big wave comes up, sure, but it could have. I mean, I w- I would imagine. And if the motor was running, maybe they weren't able to get back to it. I, I would think you would you would see some sort of on boat damage that would be like, oh, they got hit with water. There's like water damage here. There's Flooding yeah, of the see engine, water, water damage on a boat though it's designed to be out in the ocean. But uh, like you don't think you don't you don't think an engine would flood from getting hit by a massive I would rogue hope not. wave? It's designed to work out in the ocean. I mean, I guess you would think you would. I don't know. Build I, them to prevent exactly that. From I happening. would think there would be some evidence of them getting hit by a wave, and the and the way that it's explained is that everything basically looked like the only thing that was out of place was that there were no human beings on the ship. Like you're talking about like silverware on, on things that hadn't been knocked off newspapers on tables that had not been knocked off laptops in place. Like they didn't get 
right. you know, things at least would have offended been shifted or yeah, right, like rocked around. For the most part, everything seemed to be normal, except for the fact that there were not human beings on the ship. All right, so if it's not that, what uh, what's left? It's well, probably not. They probably didn't get jacked because there were, there valuables, were a bunch of valuables on board, right? Um, the official explanation is that there was, and actually it's funny that you bring up the Flannan Isles lighthouse stuff because it's the official explanation is not dissimilar than what we kind of landed on for that episode, which was like, you know, the, the domino effect, right? Like one person gets in danger yeah, and then another person goes to save the person in danger and gets in danger and, and then actually a makes third things person, worse. Right. And <clears throat> that's weird though in that small of a space. Uh, you know, like, how the, so? the, well, if we're likening it to the Flannan Isles situation, that probably happened in the middle of a storm and people were running back and forth between two locations. Yes. That weren't within sight of each other. Yes. You're talking about three men on a 30 foot boat. Right. You so wouldn't, you wouldn't ever be out of sight of each other. Yes. If somebody so okay, one person goes over, how would you end up with all three overboard and the engines running? Right. That doesn't like, No, uh, completely. I mean, the other and How does the first person go over anyway? Right. Especially when you consider their their history, the 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 brothers, the Tunstead brothers, um had been sailing since they were 18 years old and worked worked radio rooms in the volunteer sea rescue organization in Australia. So is a not unfamiliar with water and oceans and boat safety and all that yeah, stuff. Some experienced dudes. Yeah. Is, is a planned disappearance possible? Um, possible, but no one has any evidence as to how they would have disappeared because just hop on another, another boat. Sure. I mean, if another boat had somehow met them, uh, there is... I mean, you could, you could plan such a thing. You could definitely plan such a thing in... Uh, I don't know what the motivation would be, but... Well, agreed. Um, when they were found, actually, the fenders were out on their yacht. What does that mean? Um, there are... So there's these, like, they're almost like air-packed buoys. Have you ever tied up a boat next to another boat before? Yeah. You know how you got like the air packed buoys that you throw over the side and they're meant to be oh, cushioned yeah. in between the like exact a, a buffer, yeah. edging buffer. So on the side of the yacht, they had put out all of their fenders when the boat was found. Okay. And so the the niece of Derek Batten said to when she was interviewed, there was an investigation that included uh interviewing like twenty seven separate people, witnesses, family members, etc., around the disappearance. And uh, this girl named Hope said, uh, the fenders were out on their yacht and the only reason you ever pull out fenders is when another boat comes aside you or if you come to rest against a wharf. So right. she was essentially making the argument that like, if they were sailing through the Great Barrier Reef, they would have no reason to have those on the outside of the boat, especially as being people who were like as nautically oriented as they are. Yeah. But the fact that they were on the outside is potentially a, you know, a, a some some clue as to maybe the fact that there was somehow another boat that pulled up next to it. Yeah. 
And we don't know much backstory on these guys, if there's something that they would have been running from or... Not really. I mean, the only things that are, are kind of reported about them is that uh, they were in their like late 50s, early 60s, all retired. Um, they did this semi-frequently. They fished. They were all fishermen. Um, they They did this stuff sort of recreationally on the regular basis. Uh, one thing that was an interesting element of the explanation was that um, all reports ruled out fall play or stage disappearances after the 27 interviews occurred with family members and friends and acquaintances and coworkers and, and all that stuff. Well, one of the weird and interesting things is that... Um, one of the three men's fishing lures was found entangled in the ship's port side rudder at the back of the ship. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what they speculated is that it's possible that someone could have, if they were on a, you know, on a bit of a fishing binge, one of the three men may have tried to loose the fishing lure if it had been stuck in the rudder and he okay. may have gotten in the water to do that. And if he had gotten in the water to do that without a life jacket on, there's a distinct possibility that depending on how well or poorly it went, he might have, you know, it doesn't explain the other two guys though. Well, but this goes back to the, to the lighthouse theory of the dominoes that How, though? you're all going to jump in and then none of you can swim the what they were i mean so they and said you're going to leave the motor running while you do all this i completely agree but the motor running thing to me actually makes the most sense about them potentially just jumping in except for the fact that wouldn't you if you were a ser if you were a serial nautical you know boat user whatever whatever the fucking you're a if you were a boat guy if you're a boat guy um you know that if you jump off the boat while the engine is still idling like you're going to slowly the boat is slowly going to move away from you any any good yacht man knows that and if you're in the middle of the fucking ocean that's a fucking that's what I'm super saying. bad idea it doesn't make any sense like you turn it off for even Especially if you have momentum for all you three turn of them it off to make that decision that doesn't right. make any sense one at a time one falls in the second one goes to save them the third one without turning the idling fucking motor off dives in after them. Were there like 47 empty beer cans on the deck when they found them? So I didn't see anything about alcohol consumption, but like, you know, I guess I would think fucking when you and I are retired and in our fifties and fucking like, we'll probably die on a boat fishing on a boat. Like we're probably gonna be drunk while we're doing it. Like, I don't know. I, don't see why not. I mean, I don't see why not either. So I, 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 there, there's no reporting of that being the case, but I don't know why they also probably wouldn't be knocking back a couple of... There was no alcohol found on board the ship, meaning they consumed it all. Foster's! <laughs> Australian for beer. I, I just don't know why. I don't know. It it, it seemed like the no, right I'm, thing to I'm, do. I mean, we're talking about booze. <sighs> you meant you don't seem why they would have, would have gotten it. No, I, I meant why you insist on the, the accents. I've only got... Look, we're only doing two Australian-themed episodes probably ever, so I got to get out all my bad accents I can. Got to make them as bad as possible. I, I don't know, man. Um, the the bodies of the men were never found. Um, I assume Australian 
waters are just full of sharks, so that makes sense. Well, the Great Barrier Reef, fuck yeah. Are there any birds big enough in Australia to pick up adult men? I don't think that's a thing mm. at all. Okay. Um, I know Australia's got some weird animals. There, one, another hypothesis. Sea snakes? There's a sandbar near George Point, which is not super far away from where they were. And it's also somewhat near where the boat's last radio message was made. And there's a speculation that potentially the boat got stuck on the sandbar and that they got in to dislodge the boat from the sandbar, but that when they pushed it out of the sandbar, it got sort of carried away from them and Again, they how, couldn't catch how it. How dumb would you have to be to do that, though? But, I mean, think about it, like... Depending on the wind no, conditions, like, like maybe it, uh, the wind picks up and it grabs the boat in a moment where you're like, three of us are driving in your car. I know, and you I get know, stuck I in know. the snow. We're all three going to get out and just push it down the road. I I get it. I get it. I I understand. Your That's skepticism. how dumb that would be. I know. I know. But maybe you know, maybe you are three or four beers deep, and you're like, oh, we got to push it out of the sandbar, and you just fucking do it, you know. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, fuck the boat. You ever got had three beers and gotten out of your car with it in gear and walked away? Mm. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not a good question. That's me ask. off I'm, the air. Yeah. Okay. No, I. I but I. I, I don't like, know. Like you don't do that if you've ever driven a yacht before. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think you do. I. I guess. Also, if you're stuck, the you keep the engine running. I. I wouldn't think so. I would think your initial reaction would be dead the engine so that like no currents. Or idling will take you anywhere away from where you are. Right. I also wouldn't think that anybody in their 50s and 60s, even if you're going to like go dislodge a fishing lure, wouldn't be throwing a life jacket on in the middle of the fucking ocean. Like I'm not swimming. That one, that one doesn't make any sense to me because I don't know how you get from that to all three guys being in the water. Right. Right. One at a time. I don't know, man. It's a weird one. Uh, no one was ever found. There was no evidence of foul play. Again, the boat was found in its basically pristine condition outside of the one element of the sail. So, are we also going with abduction on this one? You want to? Is that what you're saying? You want to say they they yelled loud enough on the boat deck until they it got seems, pulled up? It seems as likely as any other explanation. I I mean i I can't entirely disagree with you that none of these things seem very. Uh, what about a what about a water spout? But again, anything that would have disrupted the human beings on the boat would have disrupted the rest of the boat. Yeah, you're and that's you're probably right. And that's the weird part about it is not alien what, tractor beams. Uh, tr right. Yes, that that would not have done that. Yeah. But, but what would have disrupted every every human on the boat and not touched anything else physically on the boat? I don't yeah, know the alien laser thing. Alien tractor beams. Yeah, it's got to be it. I guess so. Ghosts. Ghosts. Ghost sharks. Ghost boats. Ghost yeah. sharks. Fuck, that sounds scary as yeah. fuck, dude. They're opening for Robot Grandma this weekend. Hey! <laughs> podcast.com. We out of here! Is it that time? Uh, yeah, it's about that time. Yeah, we're getting down there. Um, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday next week. It's my birthday next week. It's my birthday next week. Did you did you want me to do something about that? No, I was just like thinking out loud about the timing of this episode and when it comes out, and it's gonna be my birthday week from this episode coming out, and that's tight as fuck. Cool, man. 
Um, you made it. I made it. Player, we made it. Well, <laughs> well, not yet because it's still two weeks. God bless birthday, and may the devil miss. Um, I don't know. Do we have any announcements? Anything we want to tell anybody? Nah, I don't think so. Anything we should keep a lookout for? Any any aliens? Am, to, I, am I doing anything cool to avoid around, or circumvent around the time that this comes out? This is this is what the twentieth. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or twenty first. Uh, something like that. No, nineteenth. Nineteenth is a Monday. That's not when we put out episodes. Twentieth. Uh, on the twenty the twenty sixth. If you live in the Twin Cities. I'm gonna be playing records at Surly on Monday the 26th. Surly beer, we we like it and we drink it. You you gonna be there? Um, I maybe, don't know. Maybe we'll see. I'd okay. like to be there. One or both of us will be there if you want to come talk about aliens and drink the best beer in Minnesota. I'd like to be there. Okay. I'll be there. Yeah, All no, right, I'll yeah. be there. Cool. I'm gonna come. March I'm gonna 26th, come. we'll play. I'll like play some DMX and we can drink good beer and talk about aliens. It'll be hey, fun. Hey, opa. Um, I think that's all I got. Cool. Thanks everybody that's joined the patreon like past couple weeks oh yeah is it trash coming soon uh, or maybe tr- by the time you hear this depending <laughs> on how much free time i have in the next week we'll see spencer's been digesting a lot of media lately he might have like a backlog of 15 is it trash episodes in his brain it's gonna be first you just need a place to vent about it um <laughs> are we gonna have done the meltdown yet or should we should we tease that oh i don't know okay let's do it and then i'll put it in there if it's out because i don't know what rob's schedule is okay uh, so we did this, uh, we did this fucking episode of this podcast with this guy that we like on the internet a yeah, lot. If, if you don't know about our strange skies and Rob Christofferson, you're fucking up. Yeah. It's a great podcast all about UFOs. Uh, it's called our strange skies. Rob's a cool dude who's called into our show a bunch and he's active in the what a podcast Facebook group. Yeah. You've probably heard him, uh, on our, on our show many True. times, mostly I'm disturbed. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to do this. <laughs> Whenever we play that button. But that, Rob has a Rob has a brilliant so podcast. And uh, we were fortunate enough to be guests on his podcast yeah. uh, for a series that he calls The Meltdown. We melted down, where, guys. Where you rant about shit that... It's kind of like, is I, it trash, but, you know, with your friends. That's true. We, we talked about um, Tom DeLonge's appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast and... How trash it was, <laughs> and we and we melted, we melted into balls of firing fury and flame. Melted right into balls, and I, and I, um, you guys have to listen to it because I got so mad, I vomited. <laughs> I threw, I got so upset, I threw up into a microphone. Gross. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that because we haven't actually recorded it yet, so I don't actually know <laughs> what those things probably all happened. Uh, but but I but I'm. I'm betting. If I were a betting man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get so pissed off I throw up into him. Our strange guys, go listen to all his episodes. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. All right. He had uh, actually this week, whatever today. I don't know what day it is. This sucks recording. In I don't advance. know where I am. Uh, there he did an I don't interview. Know why I decided to do this. <laughs> <laughs> he did an interview with the director of the David Huggins documentary Love and Saucers. Yeah, we talked about it on the show a few times. Yeah, now. Rob yeah. got to interview the director of that. It's pretty Brilliant tight. film for uh, an hour or so. It's it's great. Pretty dope. Pretty Go dope. listen to Rob's podcast. It rules. Please do. Um, all right. We love you guys. Uh, hi at whatifpodcast.com if you want to tell us something weird and we'll tell you something weird back. We love you guys forever. We'll see you soon. Come here. I'm going to eat you. We'll be back next week with another episode of the What If Podcast. Learn more at www.whatifpodcast.com.